0: Listening to Downworlder Dish, a Hunter Chronicles podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode twenty-six, where we will be discussing Chapter Eight of City of Ashes, the Sealy Court. So excited! I'm Kristen. I'm Robin.
1: And I'm Amanda. <laughs> Awkward. How do I follow that? That was amazing. <laughs> I
0: was like, "What's my name?" Oh my goodness. How's everyone doing? wonderful wonderful can't stop eating
1: these pistachios guys they're like pringles <laughs> once you pop you can't stop that's what they say right yeah
0: uh, oh my goodness I don't know why I just said it like that oh. I felt like I'm talking to child. oh my goodness <laughs> oh my goodness uh, O-M G. <sighs> have you guys been binging anything interesting oh no no not interesting (laughs) I
2: have been binging I am so glad you said that you just reminded me of something I need to do that is all
0: okay okay
2: I've been binging
1: that um, below deck show right oh that you were talking about last week yeah it uh, (laughs) I start so dramatic uh, and I love it I had
2: family over the other night Mm -hmm. and while I was cooking dinner they put on this movie called 2012 Mm mm-hmm With, like, John Cusack. Yeah. Never seen it before. Oh, my God. (laughs) And so I did that really annoying thing where you weren't actually watching the movie, but I kept asking a butt on a question.
1: (gasps) Dude, no. No.
2: But at least they had seen it a bunch, so it was not a big deal. Right. Um, Because it came out in
3: 2012. (laughs) Right.
2: And then I was like, gosh, I bet there's a lot of stuff that I haven't seen. And so I went on Netflix and I saw the movie Inception. Mm-hmm. And I've never seen that before, but I remember Kristen saying "Down World or Dish Inception." And so you wanted to
0: get the reference? <laughs> I did.
2: And so I've had to watch it in two parts. So I've only watched like thirty minutes out of a time, which oh. stinks. But you know, yeah. kids need attention, and but stuff. but especially
0: for that movie, it's a little bit difficult. You might have to rewatch it again after you finish it. Yeah,
2: I'm having
1: a hard uh-huh. time. I've watched it a few times yeah. with
2: um trying to keep the story straight, but I'm really um. I'm happy to keep watching it. But then I was like, two hours. That's a two hour
0: movie. Yeah, most movies are two hours, you <laughs> yeah. psycho.
2: Yeah. How am I supposed to sit for two hours Uninterrupted?
1: Oh. I don't, I don't know. know, man. I can't help you there. <laughs>
2: well, and then I started to I really want to watch this um 90-day fiance. The oh, God. they strike back. I haven't watched it. But the TLC Go app just has like an ungodly
0: amount of commercials to where it's like is it worth it? Is it worth it exactly? No, it's not because it it's is. ninety day fiance and no one cares. Have
1: you even watched it? You don't even know. You don't even know.
0: You don't even know. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> okay, I listen. Hate trashy reality TV. It bothers Says me the lady, so much. Watch
1: Tiger King. <laughs> yeah,
0: you. <laughs> that is stuff. a docu series, not reality TV. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, different classification. But if he actually got to make. No, I that wouldn't, reality show. I, I wouldn't be interested. I'm more interested in like the oh, let's look at this crazy person and kind of dissect their life versus I don't want. I don't. I don't care if they want to be famous. Did you watch
2: that document? Would you say docu series mm-hmm. on Netflix about the Nazi guy? lived in no not yet and he got extradited and it was about his oh my god yeah i just put it on because i was like hmm
0: interesting and then i just couldn't turn it off i stayed up like literally all night yeah netflix has some really good i've i'm in the second episode of the epstein docuseries i can't watch good stuff like that because i don't i can't pay attention that's why i have
1: to watch the trash
0: because it's background
1: (laughs) yeah Dang, that sounds good.
2: When there's one um that's about like this gymnastics the so US women's. Yes. Gymnastics, I haven't doctor. It, that just came oh, out. Oh god. Yeah. Athlete really or yeah. something
0: that it's called. Ugh. The guy's disgusting.
2: Yeah, it's a mm-hmm. docu
0: series about him. Um uh Jason and I just watched um um was the devil at the crossroads and it's the story of Robert Johnson who is like he's renowned as one of the like, pioneers, like, the pioneer of rock and roll music. So um, he was, like, a blues player in um, the 30s. And, like, the things that he did with the guitar and, like, the chord progressions that he created were, like, the founding blocks for rock and roll or whatever. And the story goes because he was, like, an okay um, guitar player, like, not really anything special, and then he disappeared for a year and came back, like, doing things that no one had ever seen and, like, being just incredible. So the theory or the, like, legend or whatever is that he made a deal with the devil and sold his soul to the devil. he went down to Georgia. Right. <laughs> and, uh, and then came back and got all this, like, crazy fame and stuff. And there's only, like, there's no recordings, like, uh, tape recordings of him like video or whatever mm-hmm. um and he he like produced music and like there's tracks and stuff um and there's only like a handful of pictures of him it's just it's really it's what an interesting like? it was only like 40 um 48 minutes i think was the documentary so it wasn't it wasn't long okay so let's get the chit chat and kick things off with robin's recap previously on downworld or dish
2: Clary, Alec, and Isabel arrive at the Bone City and head in, running into all sorts of things one would expect to find in a Stephen King novel bloody footprints, rotting, and an impaled Silent Brother. Clary, using her brother lover intuition, <laughs> finds Jace's holding cell and sets him free with some kind of uber rune. They make their way back to the surface, only to be greeted by the Shadow Hunter Calvary, led by the Inquisitor. She is none too pleased with the spawn of V-Tang and quickly begins damning everyone and being an all-around umbrage. Jace falls ill and is saved by the Bane, who agrees to
1: hold Jace at his house while he awaits trial. Okay, tell me, is his name Magnus, like, first and last name, Magnus Bane? Yes. Yes. Okay. He is the
0: best. Okay. So, Clary has a dream that she's... I just realized Bane
1: Chronicles are Magnus Bane. <laughs> <laughs> just realized it right now. In this moment. Oh my God. Sorry. What is <laughs> <laughs> it that's the with a wheel fitting together? It's my noggin spinning. <laughs> so funny.
2: You don't really grinds my gears?
1: Well, I'm just thinking oh. of Bane like from um Like you're the Bane Batman? my existence. Oh my like God. B- it's Tom <laughs> Just Tom
0: could you imagine um. Magnus talking like that? <laughs> Just the shit he says, but in that voice. <laughs> oh, shoot. Oh, my gosh. So Clary has a dream that she's at the Coney Island boardwalk, and she's in, like, oversized pajamas that are, like, dragging on the ground. <laughs> and she comes across her mom who's, like, sitting in, like, a ruined sand cla- castle, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> and she's like mom but she's like in the dress from Renwick's and stuff so it's definitely like every creep factor you could uh-huh. give like it's just ugh, gives you the heebie jeebies and it's almost as if Jocelyn found a way to visit Clary in her dreams and by the way that she talks to her she's like you know I'm still sleeping and you, you know I'm, I'm just sleeping it's okay and Clary's like well how do I wake you up and she's like we don't have time for that <laughs> Like really? You
1: can just tell me in real life, <laughs> right? IRL.
0: <laughs> and so Jocelyn takes a piece of driftwood and draws this rune on Clary's forearm, and um, she's like, "You know, we don't have much time. This should protect you." And right before Clary wakes up, the the surf swells. Right? That's a yeah. word. Yeah. As mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> the the surf swells and she sees these like shadowy figures just underneath the water. And then she wakes up like breathing heavily and like...
1: Have you ever done that? Oh yeah. my God. All the uh, time. The worst.
0: Seriously, it's the worst. Yeah. I had a
1: nightmare,
2: like a legit nightmare probably two weeks ago. And oh, it really? has been so long since it's happened to me that it was like very, very like cold sweat.
1: Like mm-hmm. I couldn't go back to sleep. You know, I had to like... Watch a cartoon, man. I have to have
0: Andy cuddle me, yeah. You know what happens? So I don't generally get nightmares like that. I get very weird dreams where sometimes bad things happen, but usually not like nightmares. Mm -hmm. What always happens to me that freaks me the fuck out is like as I'm falling asleep, I hear someone call my name. And then I'm like, what? and I'm not asleep yet, but I hear someone call my name and I'm like, oh my God. And then I can't sleep because I'm so like wound up about it. But it happens all the time,
1: <laughs> when Andy and I'm like, gone. do we have ghosts? Yeah, <laughs> it's the sleeping ghost. Yeah, when Andy was out of town, like when he used to work in Seattle and he'd come home on on the weekends, um, I one time couldn't sleep because I could hear something and it was really freaking me out. I was like, what is that sound? And I'm laying there like incredibly still, trying to figure out what it was. And I finally realized it was my own heartbeat. <laughs> oh my god! I was so incredibly terrified because I'm like, it's getting louder. What is it? <laughs> I was so afraid of being home alone. Could not handle it. It was like one of the first nights. Oh, my God. Obviously, had
0: the kids, but, you know, anyway. It's not
1: the same. Yet. Yeah. Oh,
0: that is hilarious. But, but I love how you, like, feel like if you're still, it can't see you. Yes. <laughs> just trying to gain your composure. Right?
1: Do you remember it, too? Of
2: course yeah. I do.
0: Yeah. It's terrifying.
2: Very, like, vividly. And it was so stupid.
1: But it just got me, dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I still remember the one I had when I was in Spain. Nandy woke me up screaming and that was 11 years ago I think oh my god yeah
0: was that terrifying dude so my bad dreams are like when fucking Jason made us move to the moon for his job and he told me I could have a dog and then I couldn't have a dog and I was really upset about it that's so funny (laughs) and I was so mad because he was like you'll be able to come back anytime you want like if you need to get groceries you can come back to her (laughs) like you're seen on yeah
1: basically and i, I was like you lied
0: i <laughs> need so oreo i
1: was yeah.
0: like you told me that's so funny yeah. have yeah. you um have you kind of analyzed this most recent dream sometimes our subconscious so i do a lot of dream journaling um right.
2: <laughs> about moon pass <pies. laughs> sorry <laughs>
0: Moon dog. <laughs> but sometimes our subconscious makes something inherently scary in order to get you to pay attention. So it's basically your brain telling you you're not listening, that you need to address this, but we're going to give you something that you can't ignore, like as a, a nightmare. And then if you just kind of like start to break it down, that might, you know, relate to the rest of, you know, your daily life or whatever. It, it's interesting to kind of like, pick apart like what your subconscious is Mm -hmm. telling you although I have never been able to like pick apart a reoccurring dream that I used to have when I was a kid and I only got it when I was sick and the dream was that I was a very tiny like I was like honey I shrunk the kids tiny and I was on (laughs) the toilet paper roll and someone was pulling the toilet paper, and I was running as fast as I could. And I was like, it's going to get me. It's going to get me. And then I would wake up in a cold sweat. Like, just, like, I thought I was going to die up someone's butt because they were going to wipe me. <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy. You just drown <laughs> is- when you flush. Yeah. But I, I never, I never, in the dream, I never get off the toilet roll. I'm just running crazy. and, like, terrified. I was never able to. Figure out that one.
1: (laughs) Rubik's cube my way up. I thought about breaking them down. I always just thought it was kind of like your mind just snapping different things Mm -hmm. throughout the day, but it seems like fun.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. Well, psychology has a lot of like, you know, because your subconscious is basically talking to you. Right. And telling you things. And so yeah, it's just it's interesting. You know, I'm a nerd. I like to learn. It's I'm not an expert at anything, but I like to learn about all kinds of exactly. Like Jason came, uh, came. I was watching videos on my phone on YouTube, and he's like, "What the fuck are you watching?" And it was, it was a, the difference in taxes between the UK and the, and the US. Like, why do I need to know how the tax system works in the UK? But I wanted to know, and now I do.
1: <laughs> it's when you get in those wormholes where you can't Dude, stop looking at videos. I'm no.
0: fucking weird, man.
1: Yep
2: when I was pregnant with Adriana and I was I really wanted to know the gender like really bad and I walked in and um, there the babies in the, the crib in this yellow like <laughs> pajama and then she looks over and there's no face <laughs> like it just looks at, so I can't tell it was
0: just a blur like super creepy dude you you have interesting dreams I want to start remembering your dreams write them down i Text want to pick them up apart every morning. oh my god that is fascinating you have an interesting brain
2: why was it why did the baby when it was just like i could totally like see but it was just like a
0: blur well so if the baby didn't have a face that might mean that you felt disconnected or you didn't know it and so it was like it's blank it's like you you don't you can't place it you don't know yet and you might have anxiety around that yeah it was just yeah
2: So then on Mattress World's Facebook page, we had like basically describe your most interesting dream in five words or less. And I said, baby without a face.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. But also, you know, the brain, the human brain can't. Conjure a new face. Right, exactly. Right, so that might be it. Oh. Is you didn't want to put your subconscious, didn't want to put another baby's face on your baby's Interesting. face. Interesting. And so it was just blank.
2: Yeah, you, you have to have seen somebody, like it's just a yeah. random stranger or something. It's Interesting. crazy.
0: Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like even if you try to like, piece together an image like if I was trying to like in my head close my eyes right now and put together a face with Amanda's eyes and Robin's mouth I can't visually picture it but if I took two pictures and put it like that then I could see that forever crazy Mm -hmm. so weird and did you know that you see upside down your brain changes it so your eyes what I see right now is actually an inverted upside down but my brain has been trained to like do the work and process like you it this always, way.
2: You can actually always see your nose, also. Why? Yeah. And your brain just pieces like,
0: yeah, because your your nose mm-hmm. is always in your and then just blocks it out. You yeah. See oh my god. Oh, okay. Fuck, this is great. So Clary wakes up in a sheer panic. She's just like, holy crap! And the first thing she does is look at her arm, and she's not surprised when she sees the same black rune mark on her arm that her mother drew in her dream
1: okay so what does that mean did she actually come to her i think
0: i have no basis for this sure but i think that jocelyn um found a way to reach out in her dream um to contact clary and i think clary in her sleep drew it herself oh okay that's what i would say too yeah okay interesting okay cool I was oh, waiting for you to go on. It's my part. Yeah. <laughs> so she gets up. It's midday. She sees the light streaming through her window. And Luke left a note um, saying that he was going to the hospital and left her a Danish for breakfast. So but sweet. it's like the middle of the afternoon because <laughs> she has slept all day. She needs it, man. Right. Dude, like, me too. She me too, created girl. a super powerful opening room. <laughs> So Clary meets up with Simon and they do discuss a couple of band names, the classic Mojo Pie, and the ever-entertaining Champagne Enema, which is a personal favorite of mine.
1: Um, I don't understand why they would want to change their band name all the time. Don't you want people to
0: remember you? They haven't they haven't like landed on one that is perfect okay, yet. That's so. the thing. They're like constantly in flux. Got it. So they're just a garage band still. Yes. Got it. Mm-hmm. So on their way to visit Jace at Magnus's house, Simon's insecurities start to creep in. And it's obvious that he's incredibly jealous and suspicious of Jace and his relationship with Clary. And he's like, well, why do you, like, why do you, did he ask you to come? And she's like, he didn't need to ask me to come. He's my brother. He's my brother. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. Brother, I'll no. stop. Sorry. Love <laughs> We we've got, we're gonna make a song. Yeah, we're gonna do it. Yep, it's happening. So they get to um, Magnus's building, and Alec is sitting on the stoop in what I can only assume is a patent leather trench coat because the way it's described is a shiny black long coat, and I am not here for it. No, how many coats did Hodge leave laying
2: around, man?
0: <laughs> I no. can't.
1: It's too much.
0: I'm not okay with it. Don't
1: they just have, like, regular coats around there? You got Columbia or Nike nearby? (laughs) Maybe a Carhartt if it's real cold.
0: Right? Come on, guys. Jeez. So, but what I am here for is the fact that Alec has a key to Magnus's apartment. Say, what? And he tries to like oh. palm it and like hide it, but like you just opened the fucking door. Like, obviously, but he was like trying to not make a big deal about it. And like, mmm, I
1: wonder why. It seems very um, because as you said, mm-hmm. I think you said this last episode actually, but it's still in my mind. It's been what two weeks since mm-hmm. this all happened. He has a key to his house already. It's not like he's Darcy,
2: he didn't get it in a box. <laughs>
1: like an engagement I don't know what that means. (laughs) She thought he was going to propose and he opened this box and it was a key to his house and they live in different countries.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's so So dumb. dumb.
1: I want you to come and go.
0: Yeah, okay. Okay. Just with like a passport and a visa. Yeah. (laughs) And a plan. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. (sighs) Okay, so for Robin... I'm going to read the excerpt from the book. <laughs> hello, hello, Magnus swept towards them. Tor. <laughs>
1: I read that as to war.
0: To war. <laughs> Tawar. Shit. Oh, okay. Hello, hello, Magnus swept towards them. He was wearing a floor-length green silk dressing... Gown open over a silver mesh shirt and black jeans, a glittering red stone winked in his left ear. Alec, my darling, Clary and Ratboy. He swept a bow toward Simon, who looked who looked annoyed to what do I owe the pleasure? We came to see Jace, Clary said. Is he all right? I don't know. Magnus said, does he normally lie on the floor like that without moving? <laughs> what? Alec began and broke off as Magnus laughed. That's not funny. (laughs) You're so easy to tease. And yes, your friend is just fine. Well, except that he keeps putting all of my things away and trying to clean up. Now I can't find anything. He's compulsive.
1: (laughs) Sounds like me. (laughs) I love it. Okay, I have to point out something caught my ear. Oh, remember when we were back at the, the werewolf bar?
0: The Hunter's moon. moon? Yes,
1: thank you. And we were like, yeah, Magnus wouldn't remember Simon. Why would he say yes? Clearly he does. Mm hmm.
0: So, ha ha ha. Magnus remembers everybody. Oh, yeah. Come on. He like, totally like, could have name dropped. Yeah. yeah. But he would have been like, MB? We're friends. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like, you know we, that, bro. We got a secret handshake and everything. <laughs> so, Magnus leads our crew to Jace, who was lounging in an armchair and watching what not to wear. <laughs> Can't. <laughs> of course he is. Of course he is. And he has commentary even.
2: And he, who is he to talk? He's got a trench coat and zip-off cargo short Yeah, pants. that's true.
1: I feel like we talked about this in a couple episodes ago. We in did. a couple mm-hmm. episodes ago, but yep. it's kind of
0: it's funny. It's all
2: coming round full circle. It sure is. <laughs> it's all coming back to me. What it's a circle of lie. So oh. the beyond.
0: circle of lie. We have to make a Lion King reference every time now. God no, please <laughs> make it stop. <laughs> so they banter back and forth, and Magnus is like, "Bitch, you are gonna handle your shit," um, and basically threatens him with a with a snap, and I, I'm just gonna read it. You're gonna do what? I'm gonna read it. Hold on. What? It's just a little excerpt, if you will. Fuck you. (laughs) (sighs) Okay. So they're trying to get... Jace is basically being emo. And he's like, I'm just going to watch Project Runway and What Not to Wear and judge these people. (laughs) That sounds like a good time. And these people are coming to rain on his parade. Uh Okay, so Magnus is like, "Uh uh-uh. And he turns off the TV, and he's like, you need to deal with this. What? Doesn't he, like, disappear the TV? Or does he just turn it off? He turns it off with a snap of his fingers. Yeah, okay, okay. It just goes like, boom. But the TV was never plugged in, so it was always running on magic. Right. (laughs) Because, you know, (laughs) reasons. So Magnus says, you need to deal with this. Suddenly you're interested in solving my problems? I'm interested in getting my apartment back. I'm tired of you cleaning all the time. Magnus snapped his fingers again menacingly. Get up. Or you'll be the next one to go up and smoke, said Simon with a relish. There's no need to clarify my finger snap, said Magnus. The implication was clear in the snap itself. <laughs> I need your help. <laughs> it's just the sass. And I just, I, I'm i fucking here for it. I love it. This is what I live for. I do. I do. This is great. So after much banter, Magnus conjures up a round table and chairs in the living room so the group can get down to business to defeat the Huns. So we should mention um, that we do get a bit of world building in this scene. Magnus explains that everything he conjures using magic um, has to come from somewhere. He can't just conjure something out of... Uh, thin air right so which like weird the coffee is from he just basically steals it <laughs> he does, he makes it very clear he does steal it he right. does not pay for that shit <laughs> he's like if it makes you feel better i'll, I'll tell you that I, I magic money in their cash register but i don't <laughs> which i love but it's nice to get a little bit of like um the universe rules surrounding uh-huh. magic and kind of understand what the limitations of magic are. So Jace gives the group the rundown on his encounter with Valentine in the Silent City and they piece together they pieced together how Valentine pulled it off. The conclave was busy with another child killing, this time a Fay child in Central Park, as we discussed in last chapter when the call from the silent city came in, giving Valentine enough time to get the soul sword and eliminate the silent brothers. So at this point, we know that the Inquisitor believes that the the killing was all the ploy. But our guys are smarter than that. Yeah, thank goodness. So we know that Raphael is adamant that the vampires had nothing to do with it. So it only leaves Valentine. But he wouldn't just start a war with the fey folk for no reason and magnus puts it together valentine is trying to perform the ritual of infernal conversion basically turning the sword the soul sword from something of angelic power to demonic and it would give valentine power over demons power greater than he currently has with the cup which is what we're what we've been talking about we're like okay well what because they're saying that it protects... The cup protects him from demons. But then he said that it helped him control. So I feel like there's some mixed messaging here that we don't quite have.
1: I just want to know why they can undo the angelic sword anyway. Like, How, why is there an undo button? Why <laughs> is this the same? Why did
0: you make a loophole? Yes, exactly. Thank you. So as Magnus explains, all magical objects have... Um, a uh what's the word? The bird is the word. No, you know <laughs> what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes. Have an alliance. So, or, or right. So the um the soul sword, the mortal sword um is of angelic alliance. So Simon makes a, a joke about uh Going from uh, lawful good to lawful evil, mm-hmm. right? So there's that kind of like there has to be balance and a so a yin yang sort of mm-hmm. thing. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's right now, it's alliances to the angelic powers, but what he's saying is that he's going to be able to convert it and make the change the alliance of the magical item because Magnus said that all magical items have an alliance one way or the other.
1: Okay, I get it. I, I get it. I didn't think
2: the sword was magic.
0: I, it came from the angel, so I guess. And it has powers, so I assume like it's a magical Right. I know item. What you mean
2: it's almost intelligent in a way. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: Like that hat in that movie you guys watch.
0: Yeah, with the <sighs> The sorting, sorting hat. hat, obviously. <laughs> Whatever.
1: Well, imagine the soul sword singing a
2: song when it goes to like interrogate somebody. I imagine they,
1: like, put it on people's shoulder. Like, they're knighting I them. I think they,
2: they, hold, they it hold it. They hold it, yeah. This. But, like, as it's going down, it's, like, singing the Sorting Hat song. But it's, like, made up one specifically for each person. Jesus.
1: <laughs> We're going to see if you're a liar about your dad. Your
0: dad is V-Tang. That's a terrible song. Sorry. Anyway. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. So, Valentine, if he is successful in this transition it would give him basically a unlimited demon army to to do his bidding which is not a good thing however since the werewolf child murder was interrupted <laughs> cuz you know that's what it you wasn't wanted was for you meddling kids dude that's what you want in any good YA is a good old fashioned child murder <laughs> So, Valentine has only gotten halfway through the conversion, but according to Magnus, this could mean that V-Tang already has some control over demons, because it's halfway done, uh, which would explain the lack of demon activity in the city lately, if they're being controlled by some other force. Um, So, Alec gets a call from Maris, and excuses himself from the table... The the sound startles Clary, causing her to spill her hot coffee on herself, and the creepiest pissing match in the history of pissing matches goes down. I don't understand why the coffee is talked about so
1: much in this. I love coffee as much as they talk about it in this book. She is Mm sixteen. She does not. It's a fib.
2: I have to say, it's a fibula. Okay. I feel like Kristen is so smart and we're just like, yeah, butts smell like poop. <laughs> <laughs> what? Just a 12-year-old boy over here? He's like, just little one-liners. <laughs> like the podcast could be so much like more. Oh, we're just like, yeah, sucks to suck. <laughs> jesus christ
1: and i'm just over here full of stupid ass questions and you're
0: just like okay 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 i can't i i will never i will never never get over the i thought he heated up the the coins how else would i would think that he burned them it's just so funny to me because it's so obvious to because i'm such a nerd (laughs) but like
2: a lighter
1: I, like <laughs> I did imagine he used a lighter to be honest
0: with you. like he's got a zip because he's yeah. a cool 80s guy
1: but stay here <laughs> no stay down i'm not done yet hold on, hold I, on. well i hold imagine on. he's like threatening while he's holding it and like heating it up so he's like threatening this child right poor baby it's like too fast too
0: furious where the with the rat and the the bucket <laughs> no you lost me you lost me you never saw that the second Fast and the Furious, nope. where he's trying to get the information out of the cop and he takes a rat and puts it in a metal bucket, puts it on this guy's stomach, and then uh, heats it up. Yeah, so the did hat. See that? Yeah. That, mm, that is super,
1: super terrible. That's it's, what my nightmare will be tonight. Thanks a lot.
0: It's an effective way of torture. I'm Ooh. just saying. All right. Let me see it, said Simon, taking Clary's hand. There was an angry red blotch where. There was an angry red blotch on her wrist where the hot liquid had scalded her. It's okay, she said. No big deal. Simon lifted her hand and kissed the injury. All better now. <sighs> <sighs> Come on. Clary made a startled noise. He had never done anything like that before. Really? Oh, I wonder why. <laughs> then again, that was the sort of thing boyfriends did, didn't they? No, only jealous ones who were jealous of your brother. And they're trying to prove it. <laughs> Drawing her wrist back, she looked across the table and saw Jace staring at them, his golden eyes blazing. I would be pissed too, just because it's my sister and you're being a douche. Right? Gross. (laughs) You're a shadow hunter, he said. You know how to deal with injuries. And he slid his stele across the table toward her. Use it. (sighs) Ha ha. No, Clary said, and she pushed the stele back across the table at him. Jace slammed his hand down on the stella. I've said stella what? <laughs> Clary, she doesn't uh, she said she doesn't want it, said Simon. Ha ha <laughs> Ha ha. Jace looked incredulous. That's your comeback? Alec folded his phone, approached the table with a plus- it is, <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> Can we just <laughs> like one-handed probably you know what I mean
0: when you had the flip oh hell yes you, and you, you
1: know it wasn't it a one-handed. razor
0: you know it was like an LG like Verizon silver phone yeah, yeah I had
1: one of those <laughs> me, too. me
0: too
2: oh shoot <clears throat>
0: Alec, folding his phone, approached the table with a puzzled look. What's going on? We seem to be trapped in an episode of One Life to Waste, Magnus observed. It's all very dull.
1: I love how bored he is. He's hilarious. He's been
0: alive for so long. He's just like, stop. He's like, he's stupid humans.
1: I think I'd be into it. I would love to watch the drama and be alive for that long and just be like begging for something terrible to happen.
0: Humans.
1: In their drama, I mean,
0: and we know what kind of a person Amanda is. <laughs> yeah, I need mean, I feed on it, I feed on it like Jake. I feel like you your alignment is most definitely chaotic good. I don't know what that means. You want to see the world burn, but you don't want to make the you don't want to be the one making the bad things happen. You just want to see it. It's fun. I,
1: okay, I want to know about it. Like right. I want to know who did
0: it, why they did it. Who's involved? Who's telling them not to do it? Stuff like that. Oh. You should read the whole chart down to her. Oh yeah. Okay. Maybe we'll do that next episode. Cool. We'll, we'll talk about uh, alliances. All right. So, or alignments, not alliances. You knew what I meant. You guys are in my alliance. It's <laughs> <laughs> getting getting
1: voted off the table. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: You could do with a little that (laughs) poop smells like butt. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So Alec gives everyone the rundown. He told Maris um, their theory about the infertile conversion, but the Inquisitor is basically pushed her out and is running the show in New York right now, and she doesn't, quote-unquote, have her ear. So basically, the adults aren't going to follow up on this very good lead from a very old and wise warlock who knows what the fuck he's talking about, but, you know, whatever. Yep. Yeah. <sighs> Anyways, Shadowhunter government is really... It's it's a problem. We need some overhauling, buddy. <laughs> well, Chip we Tangle we needs care to come that. in and overhaul this shit. <laughs> Wait, what? I watched too many car shows with my husband. I'm sorry. <laughs> so Isabel, um, Isabel calls immediately after having overheard Maris's conversation with Alec, and lets him know that a fairy knight that she used to date brought her a message. The Sealy Queen wants to see them. The crew argues over whether or not. Uh, to go. And Jace puts his foot down. Mm. Very sternly. Saying they are not taking Clary to the Sealy court without him. And since he can't leave Magnus's house, no one's going. And that's that. Okay. End of the chapter. There are certain, like, <laughs> I'm not one to get triggered. But there are certain things that get me. And this... I'm I, – I say no and that's final. If I was Clary, no. I'd be like, oh, motherfucker, watch me. I'm going to go by myself now. Like, I can't <laughs> – I am such a contrarian when it comes to stuff like that. Even my husband will, like – he'll – because he knows me so well. He'll be like, oh, you know, you – want to do this but like blah 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 blah, or whatever and i get so annoyed i'm like stop telling me what i want you don't know he's like i it's only the same thing you've done the last 400 times you've done this like (laughs) i'm like you don't know me yeah (laughs) i call i'll say that to andy i'll be like okay
1: dad Mm -hmm. you don't know anything but i kind of like jace putting his foot down i'm not gonna lie
0: I mean, it's starting to get hot and heavy. Okay, so here's the thing. Yes, I would be angry, but yes, I would still want to do him. Yeah. like Be very much (laughs) into it. Being angry and horny are not mutually exclusive. (laughs) It's important to know.
2: Although I would make
0: him lose the trench
2: coat.
1: Tell
2: her she's going to eat cauliflower for dinner because you know she's going to eat cauliflower for dinner. (laughs) (laughs) And then she's gonna get all
1: hot and bothered. Oh, shoot. oh my god, it's so true. Yeah. No, i i I think it was. I think it was sweet. He wants to be protective, whether it's sexy or, or brother love. I don't know, but it can be I think it was Sweet. I know it's it's a bad
0: thing to say, but. dude. All of our listeners are gonna be like, y'all are weird. <laughs> it is fictional. We do not believe in real life. That that is okay. But it's fiction, and we're going to suspend reality. Thank you. Yeah. Dude, I just want that sort
2: of, like, control and, like, decision-making when it comes to dinner in my house. And I want it to not be me. I just want to be like, we're eating tacos tonight. Bam! Here they are.
0: Dude, I don't know what it is, if, like, pride is getting to me or something, but I just, like, snapped yes. I was like, yes, bitch. Like, I
3: can't...
0: (laughs) Like that's, what, that's like, you know what
2: steak and potatoes boom bought the steak bought the potatoes you eat
0: this is right. what we're having that's awesome. all I want man. right yeah I I read a, I, I read a meme and I I think I sent it to Jason the other day and it it said um the biggest problem of adulthood is trying to figure out what to have uh for dinner for the rest of your every day for the rest of your life like it's just this legit the constant. biggest struggle <laughs> and Jason gets so mad he's like. He's like, what do you want for dinner? I'm like, I don't know. What do you want? He's like, I asked you first. And, like, he sticks to his guns. He's like, I asked you first. Like, it's like a rule in our house. (laughs) Like, you can't can't throw it back on somebody else. (laughs) No takesies, backsies. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's great.
0: Oh, my gosh. Okay. So... Oh, of course. Magnus is Magnus, and he built a loophole into his contract with the Clave, allowing his prisoner, i.e., Jace, to be exchanged for another. In this case, Alec. How convenient. I was going to say. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. With the logistics settled, they decide to head out and meet Isabel under strict instructions. Under strict instructions from Magnus to not get themselves killed. That's a good.
1: Rule of thumb in general. It is. All right. Izzy is waiting for them under the gazebo over the water. She flung <laughs> up excited to see that Jace was doing well. Cleary made an internal note that this is how normal sisters react when they see their brothers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, you, yeah. But, okay. So it's so funny because when she when she does that and then she tries to like imitate Izzy smile, and Simon's like, is there something wrong with you? Like, are you constipated? I ate something bad. I'm good. I love it.
1: <laughs> so they tell her about the great trade that they made um, with Alex and Jace, and Izzy reminds them that... um <clears throat> Alex? Yes. Yeah. Did I really? Yeah, it's fine. I'm, like, struggling with the pistachios. I should not have eaten them. <laughs> they tell her about the great trade that they made between Alec and Jace. Izzy reminds them that Maris and Robert wouldn't be happy if they found out Jace was being a busy, busy being Sneaky Pete. And Simon chimes in with that you freed a possible criminal by trading away your brother to a warlock who looks like a gay Sonic the Hedgehog and dresses like the child catcher from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, okay. Well, Simon one, Amanda zero. That's hilarious. The child catcher is super creepy, though. And um, I keep getting these super Prince vibes, especially from the description of what he was wearing just now. Okay. <laughs> from
0: Magnus. I will give you that some of his clothes seem to be similar to that of Prince. But I, and I know this is an unpopular opinion, I personally think Prince was not attractive or sexy in any way no. or even like I know there's a lot of women that, like because his music and they were not even a little bit No, nope. just not my thing but Magnus like if someone asked me my sexuality I would say Magnus Bain.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> so. The gay
0: sonic the hedgehog vibe is it his hair? Like what is that? I think it's yeah, the spiky hair, okay. but I mean I think the gay part is the glitter. Uh, yeah, which is well yeah, which is contrived and we can do better <laughs> for gay representation nowadays. But I, I understand yeah. that
1: well not only about the clothing but his age. <laughs> also, in my
2: mind, you're talking about the artist formerly known as years. Yes. Correct,
1: exactly? <laughs> yes. I feel like he's just all around is Prince. That is who I'm picturing when we talk about magnets. So. He's not, he looks 19. Okay, it's, it's weird. Very important. I need to watch something to get that out of my mind
0: because I just can't. Watch Glee.
1: Okay, yeah.
0: and the actor in Glee. No, but he looks so, like, not. He does not look like. Mag- did we show her a picture of Magnus? Oh, yeah. yeah. OK. She don't care. You need to see the whole manner. Yeah, I think I like, do. Yeah.
1: Because <laughs> my mind is not doing him any favors.
0: <sighs>
1: Jace points out that Simon shouldn't be there. I guess he's just annoyed with his comments about Magnus. And Simon reminds him that he can come in handy sometimes. And uh, since he did one time save their life, you know, once or twice jace makes sure that simon and clary understand that fairy courts are dangerous before they make their way to the door is what they i think they called it a door okay Mm -hmm. (laughs) and as they make their way to the entrance jace and simon start bickering of course izzy snaps at them and and clary telling them to knock it off and they need to stick together for safety and then she says to clary honestly Clary." If you don't start utilizing a bit of your natural feminine superiority, I just don't know what I'll do with you.
0: <laughs> I love it. Because I do too. Isabel is so in control of her effect on other people, whether it be the fact that she's a female or whether it be that she's strong willed and has like this air of like authority and confidence yes. in everything she does because she's just so sure of herself herself in that way. But I love that she's like, Clary, you need to get with Rain it. these guys in. She's <laughs> saying what I've been saying. Get some fucking agency, biatch. Yep. I'm getting that on a shirt or something. Hashtag Clary needs agency.
2: <laughs> that and what was the other one we decided? Meat sweats. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of our episode titles. We decided we needed it on a shirt. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, they, we have some good, good ones. <laughs> it was an early one. It was an early episode. That's so funny. Okay, okay. Hold it's on. it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Jace
0: Whalen. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, keep going. All She'll right, find all, all it. right,
3: all
1: right. So Izzy also makes it very clear that they're not to eat or drink absolutely anything while they're down there. And with that, they all jumped into a pond. <laughs> 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 Jason Clary first. It was cold under the pond, and Jace moved toward Clary to warm her, I got the feeling. Um, but before he's even able to come super close, although Clary can feel his body heat, uh, Simon fell from the it- pond sky. <laughs> she can feel the heat from his loins. <laughs> <Yeah>. Ew. <laughs> she could feel his breath. Anyway, tell me the episode. Licensed <laughs> nerd. That, oh, was yeah, that, was yeah, that was it. Yeah, that was a very good one. Very good one. So for some reason, I imagined when they came through this pond, sky, ground
0: thing, they would be dry. Like just, it would like be so a mass, I, magic like, force field. Even though I've
2: read it before, I was just, you know.
0: Yeah. It seems weird. And now they're just in wet jeans. and yeah. They have to go meet the queen of the Sealy Court. Like, yeah, it hello. Um, it's the fairies? Like Isabel
2: could have dressed better knowing that.
0: I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She seems like she's in very heavy clothing.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Izzy tells the groups that now the, the groups. The plural, she is now a tour guide. <laughs> okay. Oh, bummer. I thought I was going to. <laughs> so Izzy tells the group that now they are going to wait for someone to come and get them. Simon asked how she knew all about the fairy land. And she didn't respond. (laughs) Right after that, a fairy dude came to greet them, and Izzy jumped up to hug him. I assume this was in a very different way than she had acted (laughs) a few minutes ago, Jace. because Simon realized that that is how Izzy knew so much about the fairy (laughs) land that I am calling it. (laughs) So he realized that they were never really together, Simon and Izzy. But don't you think she's curious about why he's not, like, super into her anymore? And if something's... Do you think she sees what's going on with Simon yet? With Clary and Simon?
0: No, because she hasn't been around them because she wasn't she wasn't at Magnus's right. with the rest of them. Um but I think that Izzy is always working an angle. And at this point in the series, Izzy's very much like kind of a player. Yeah, because And she likes to keep her options uh-huh. open. So I think she like she might not know what's going on with Simon right now, but it's all part of the allure that, oh, she's, oh, okay, so she's, like, into this dude or whatever. It's, like, it's all part of the, like, no one means anything important to me. Right. Like, I'm she- just going to, like, do whatever I want and hashtag girls have fun. <laughs> yeah, or girls just no want to have fun, you know? <laughs> awesome.
1: Okay, you guys are going to have to help me with this name.
0: Malorian. Mm-hmm. That's
1: Mal- what I was going to say. Malorian. Meliorn. Meliorn. yeah okay i had to say it a couple of times before i figured it that's out that's not what i was gonna say so thank you so Orne explains that simon shouldn't be there because he's a mundy and jace steps up and defends simon he says simon's not an ordinary mundane he can be trusted he has fought many battles with us mm-hmm. clary butts in and says that uh, they won't enter the sealy court without simon and i do not understand why i get it she doesn't want him to feel left out mm-hmm. but this seems like a big deal Obviously, yeah, and they're worried about like the entire—I was going to say human race, but I guess it would be downworlder mm-hmm. race, world, Base, yeah, world, yeah, and um, so it just seems like something so small to worry about Simon's feelings, right? You know, I don't know, that's just weird.
0: Whatever, just I guess that's showing their childishness, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because because if this was an adult situation, like the human would be like,
1: yep. I understand. I'll yep. Mm-hmm. I'll be up here at the gazebo. Yeah. Playing snake on my cell phone that bolts. Right. I'm the lookout. <laughs>
0: totally. Yeah.
1: Okay. So Melorian, right? Did I say that correctly? Meliorn. 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 Dang it. Meliorn. I'm going to get you guys to accidentally start saying it too. Like you did with <laughs> Mia, Maya. Mia, Maya. Meliorn approves Simon's admission. And on the way to the court, Jace and Simon discuss Meliorn and Izzy's relationship. We hear uh, Izzy flirting with the guy. And it doesn't. He doesn't seem interested at all. But she does tell a funny little joke that I have to share. <laughs> she says, uh, or he says, this Meli Meliorn. I do not understand how he. I. I imagine he's saying this in a very robotic voice. By mm-hmm. the way, I do not understand how you humans can walk in shoes that are that tall. It's my motto," said Isabel with a sultry smile. Nothing less than seven inches. Meliorn gazed at her stonily. I'm take. I'm talking about my heels," she said. He gave no shits.
0: Okay, so I don't think he gave no shits. I think he is a soldier in you know of, <laughs> of the of the court, and he can mask his okay because you know he popped a little chub there. <laughs> <laughs> I can say stupid shit too, Robin. <laughs>
2: Thanks for dumbing yourself down to my level. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I don't know. He, I, I guess you're probably right. I don't know. Uh, so the group goes into a corridor. <laughs> what are you laughing? You're probably right that he popped a jump.
0: <laughs> but he's also like, I imagine he's a lot older. I do too. Because fairies age differently. So it's like, yeah. Isabel is kind of like a fun hookup or what, but he's not like serious, right? <laughs> well, they get to a corridor with a
1: curtain-type cloth made to look like the sky, and it reminds me of the I think it's the Venetian Hotel, where it looks like in the in Vegas, where it looks like you're walking through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, I think that's neat. There's music playing and fairies dancing. She felt the music in her soul like Alanis Morissette when you're facing something (laughs) ironic. (laughs) And she felt the need to dance. (laughs) As she took a step forward to show her moves, Jace grabbed her arm telling her, if you dance with them, you'll dance until you die. Damn. (laughs) Nobody let my kid go there because when someone tooties that flutie, he's got to move his booty. (laughs) My kid loves the dance. Oh, my, oh my God. <laughs> did you just call it Shrek? Yes, I did. Okay. <laughs> it was actually Donkey, but yeah. Shrek the movie. The movie. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, my life is run on cartoons now. Wow.
3: So. <laughs> Welcome
1: to the fold. Yes. Okay, but
0: <laughs> backing up for just a second. I didn't realize until after we talked about Meliorn being probably being older that like do the Lightwoods have something for older men yeah like because <laughs> Prince is like
1: 60 dude Stop <laughs> it.
0: for one he is much older than 60 yeah Right. <laughs> two looks 19 oh shoot maybe it's about the experience I'm just saying okay I don't know. My husband's older. Mine too. <laughs> I mine, dig it. Mine too. Uh, Not like
1: y'all, but. Yeah. We're seven years. <laughs> <so>. Eight. Okay. <laughs> so um, it was like Jace had woken her from a dream. Uh, she felt, she felt out of it. Oh, she. <laughs> don't be stupid, Amanda. <laughs> it was like Jace had woken her from a dream. She felt out of it. Jace drew a rune on her arm and she was able to see that it wasn't quite a beautiful dance that she had pictured that the glamour had shown, I guess. Mm. Seems like such a crazy trip to just all of a sudden see something so completely different. That's creepy. It's Mm -hmm. super creepy that that your mind can do that. Mm -hmm. I guess they can do that to your mind. Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) Glamour. Yeah. So Clary looked to check on Simon since I'm sure that he would have fallen for this shit because he's a complete full on Monday. And she was glad to see that Isabel had tied her scarf around his eyes. And Simon described the music as a little bit country and a little bit rock
0: and roll. Okay, (laughs) So. Clary. Your boyfriend. Right. But more importantly, your best friend who you have been through thick and thin with is going in to a fairy realm with you. Where he's you. been warned several You've times. He's been warned. He's the only human. So he's the most vulnerable. And you don't even, he's an afterthought. Yeah, always. You you, you, you hope that Izzy's taking care of him and you're like, oh, good thing. Yeah. Good on you, Izzy. Look at Banks. that. He's still there.
1: Jesus. She's a little selfish. Brotherish, maybe, because obviously that's who she was with. <laughs> so Cleary asked Meliorn if that was a joke or some kind of test, and he answered that he thought that she was Nephilim and shouldn't have been affected by it. So I guess
0: that means it was a test? Well. I don't know. So fairies can't lie, they just. Tell creative truths.
1: huh Right. We will find out soon. They reached the Queen's Chambers, and Meliorn explained that the Queen came from the north because of the Fay Child's death, which is why she was here.
3: Mm.
1: And I bow to you, Robin. Oh, thank you. I'm so excited.
2: So I'm just gonna read this excerpt <laughs> from the chapter.
1: <laughs>
2: because number one, it is
0: beautiful. I am gonna cunt punt you.
2: Wow. Whoa! <laughs> Right in the baby maker. <laughs> okay, and number two, I would seriously love to like spend a summer evening here, minus the death traps. Agree. Right. Okay. <laughs> the roof itself. No, nope. the room itself was plain. The earthen walls hung with pale fabric. Will o' the wisp glowed in glass jars. A lovely woman reclined on a low couch, surrounded by what must have been her couriers, mm-hmm. a motley assortment of fairies from tiny sprites to what looked like lovely human girls with long hair if you discounted their black pupilless eyes creepy meliorn lets the queen know that she ha- he has completed his mission in bringing her the nephilim and of course she points out that simon is a mundane and in a surprise turn of events without skipping a beat jace jumps in defense of simon again mm. and um it's worth it to note that Jace's charm factor is cranked up to 11 when he's talking with the queen.
1: His charm, as Mm Alec called it.
2: He explains that Simon saved his life and that they owe him protection, so they keep him by their side. And the Sealy Queen is dubious to believe that a shadow hunter would owe a mundane a blood debt. But Jace convinces her by saying, Please, my lady, we had hoped you would understand. We had heard you were kind as you were beautiful, and in that case, well... Your kindness must be extreme indeed. Fucking gross. (laughs) she
1: fall for that. It's just funny. Yeah.
2: (laughs) I just love it because reading it. Okay. I don't remember exactly reading it the first time. Let's be Mm -hmm. honest. I really, really love this chapter. I always have, but I don't remember the nitty gritty. Mm -hmm. But I read this this is the only chapter I've ever read twice. Because usually I write as I'm reading. Mm Mm-hmm. And at first, I'm just like, okay, you know, oh, he's just really trying to, but it's almost like they're both kind of putting on this facade, Mm -hmm. and they're pantering it, ping-ponging it back and forth Mm -hmm. with each other, figuring out who's going to be, like.
0: I think that, so, in terms of, like, the Fae and the the Ceiling Queen specifically, um, they enjoy the um, intellectual kind of chess game Mm -hmm. because they they don't tell lies so they're creative about it and they enjoy someone that can kind of give it back to them because they live for a really long time and they're kind of mischievous in the way they like to like toy with things so if someone's going to interact back that's fun for them like it's a game and so like and they're very um what's the word mischievous no I mean like kind of like hoity-toity
2: I gotcha. They're well-read. They're very, like,
0: they're prideful. So the charm thing and the, like, the, oh, you're so beautiful and the compliments and stuff, they just play into their ego Mm -hmm. because they're so, like, because they think they're superior. It reminds
2: me of two southern bells, like, bless your heart. Like, (laughs) Uh sort of, like, oh, you make the sweetest pies.
0: Oh, thank you. It's all niceties and and Uh pretty words because you wouldn't dare be Ugly with each other, but it's all about like who can outsmart the other one, kind mm-hmm. of a thing it's, yeah. great. it's it's fun. Cat and mouse game. Mm-hmm.
2: The queen smiles and tells Jace that he reminds her of his father and bade them come sit and eat and drink. Jace hesitates, but Meliorn reminds him that it would be unwise to refuse her request. And they're led over to these silky, silvery cushions, and seriously it sounds like a dream. And a pixie comes over and fills their cups with a gold-toned liquid. Simon (laughs) sets his cup beside him, remarking that the last fairy drink he had didn't agree with him. (laughs) (laughs) Lols. The drink is intoxicating, and Clary, who can't stop being reckless, takes a rose petal out and crushes it between her fingers, releasing more of the toxic scent. And Jace reminds her not to eat or drink anything. And Clary tries to retort, but he silences her with a just... Don't. Finally, right.
1: for once, freaking listen to me. Right. The Sealy Queen starts right in on
2: business, <clears throat> saying Meliorn told her that they were privy to who killed the Fey Child. She waves them off, saying that it was obviously vamps, since the body was drained of blood and she isn't really interested in the name of the vampire who did it. In her eyes, all of them are at fault for breaking the law and should be punished accordingly. Dude, mm-hmm. she means business would not ever want to get on the bad side of this person. No. Yeah,
1: she's super, like... She's just,
2: like, a wholesale slaughter of them, like... <laughs> Isabel impatiently blurts out that it's not vampires, A
3: duh.
1: It seems very out of character, because I feel like Isabel's butts in and, like, blurts, like you're saying, a couple mm-hmm. times while they're in there with her. It seems weird.
2: Yeah, like, she's almost out of her element. I uh-huh. don't know.
0: And I do... So I have a theory... Again, not based on anything. Mm-hmm. Complete conjecture. Um, but my theory is that she's... Isabelle is used to... Because she's kind of honed this skill of, like, confidence and superiority. She's used to being the most... Um, engaging and charismatic woman in the room and the fact that the Seely queen is clearly more advanced in the in that skill set i think that makes her feel insecure and so she mm-hmm. kind of like doesn't know how to operate yeah i don't know maybe but, or or she's 16 and a fucking idiot okay no. <laughs> true
2: jace tells her the queen that they think it's someone Who's just trying to make it look like the vampires are responsible to throw them off the trail. And he tells her about the attack on the
3: (laughs) silent (laughs) brothers.
2: (laughs) And this bitch is like, sounds like a me problem, not a we problem. (laughs) In the midst of the conversation, this little sprite comes up and bites pokes clary's finger and she starts bleeding and like most disgusting humans be included she sticks her finger in her mouth to suck the blood up jace continues on um with his recount the soul sword is m.i.a. valentine took it and killed all the silent brothers to do it he also spills the deets on what they think he's planning on doing once he gets all the blood he needs the queen stands firm on her previous sentiment. The fey blood is already taken, so she really gives no shits. And Isabel and me too are soups confused. Like, she just went on this whole fire and brimstone tirade. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's an exaggeration, but that's totally my M.O. (laughs) About holding every vampire accountable for killing one child. And now that she knows it was probably V-Tank, she's over it? choosing her battles.
1: Yeah, I guess. I didn't think about it that way. So, she
2: explains, the queen explains that fairies are a a patient folk and they have all the time in the world. Valentine is an old enemy but not the oldest and it sounds like not the most important. Any reasoning they try to do, she has this calculated and really curt answer to everything. Demons, I don't give a fuck. That's your job, bro. Cephas. An (laughs) army, an army of demons (laughs) Eh. Jace finally comes clean this isn't an official meeting from the clave they came when she called because they assumed that she would help once they told her the truth I'm gonna read this excerpt from the book
0: never gonna stop i am gonna go back to every episode we've done and i'm gonna clip out every time you've said i'm gonna read an excerpt from the book and then i'm just gonna like put them all together and just send it to you that's gonna be your ring auto tone auto tune it (laughs) i'm gonna read this excerpt excerpt excerpt
1: (laughs) remix Uh, is that what you thought
2: i said that weird Is that what you thought? The queen sat forward in her chair, her long hair rippling and alive. Remember, Shadowhunter. There are those of us who chafe under the rule of the clave. Perhaps we are tired of fighting your wars for you. But this isn't our war alone, said Jace. Valentine hates downworlders more than he hates demons. If he defeats us, he'll go after you next. The queen's eyes bored into him. And when he does, said Jace, remember... It was a shadow hunter who warned you what was coming. Okay. Seriously, Valentine? Hates downworlders more than demons? Mm-hmm. This guy has some self-love issues. He does. Yeah. Like, he's obviously jealous or something.
0: I don't. Look. This is a note to two authors. To Suzanne Collins and to Cassie Clare. Okay. I don't care about president snow's backstory the backstory i want is valentine's i want to know what his parents did to fuck that's him what up
1: i was thinking too that's exactly what i was thinking yes yeah they did something wrong tell me why yeah. there is some heartbreak here mm-hmm. ain't nothing but a heartache heartbreak what is it heartache Ain't nothing but a heartache. Okay, it's a heartache. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Done. <laughs> Solved.
2: <laughs> the Queen answers by prodding Jace and talks about um, how he's turning against his father, uh, basically telling him that he has no loyalty. And although it might be just an act, um, as love makes liars out of humans. Mm. I said that kind of clunky. Did it make sense? Yeah. No, it makes sense. Okay. Clary is insulted Because she hates that man, not loves him. And Jace backs her up. The queen finally takes their words for face value, laughing about how Valentine's little experiments would turn on him. And Clary takes this moment to double check to make sure Jace is as confused (laughs) as she is. (laughs) Check! And Isabel pipes in offended that her pseudo-brother is being referred to as a science fair project. The queen has literally no time for Isabel and doesn't even, like, address that she said anything. And she just keeps...
0: Power move, man. Right
2: <laughs> she tells him that the fair folk are, like, top-tier best friend secret keepers. And she's not going to spill the beans. But um, he could check in with V-Tang the next time he sees him to ask what blood runs in his veins. And Jace is like, okay? <laughs> right? Like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, A-B positive? Right. <laughs> Okay, so the queen bites right in, Inquisitor style, calling him a liar. But it's um, so important to her um, that he ha- if he swears to ask Valentine her question, um, she will offer whatever aid is in her power.
0: Hmm. Whoa. I feel like this is a trick. So hold <laughs> up really
1: quick. I didn't hear him make the actual swearing, right? Like when he did with Raphael, but then he actually never did. Anyway. I think
2: he's just saying like, yeah, I'll do it.
1: Okay, fine. Whatever you want.
2: Because I was really, um, when we were doing the Hotel Dumort chapter, Mm -hmm. I was trying to see if there was like, because ritual and stuff is really important Mm -hmm. to Shadowhunters. So I was trying to see if there were, because she's like, say the words. But I think she just wanted him to say it out of his mouth. I will do it. I think those
0: were the words. Okay. And I, I think it's like, I swear by the angel. I think in this situation though, like, he doesn't have to swear by the angel because you don't, you you don't make a promise to the fair folk and not keep it. Like it's one of those things. It, this isn't a vamp. Like the fair folk are like far more powerful than the other downworlders. Okay. So I think it's just kind of like a respect thing because they can just fuck you up. <laughs> Get fucked up.
2: Get fucked up get fucked up And get they have
0: And up. it's like there's a lot more of the fair folk. They have their own like realm. They have their own governing body and mm-hmm. warriors and yeah. Yeah, Knights, it's like a, obviously. Yeah, it's like legit. So Jace
2: is like dust hands off. <laughs> I right, we done here. And the queen's like, "Whoa, hold your horses. This bitch can't leave. She consumes sustenance down here." And you know this, man. Mm. Clary's like, I did not. Liar. Did not. (laughs) Fucking Clary, we know that they can't lie. Well, Jace (laughs) is like, well, she can't lie. Like, calm down. So what did you do? Well, and she's like, you must, like, she must be mistaken.
3: Mm
0: -hmm. And, um. Except no, because everyone fucking knows what she
2: did. She instructs them to look at Clary's fingers, and I really hate the way like she's licked them clean. So creepy and weird. Yep. And Clary's like, that's not tea, that's blood. The Sprite bit me and then Ah oh, crap. <laughs> sprite, blood, rose petal. It's true. So Jace says that he should have expected The queen basically to pull a trick like that Mm -hmm. and um he instantly like drops the charm like the flirt like he means business now Mm -hmm. the flirtation's done and he wants to know um like what do you want from us that you would pull this crap basically Mm -hmm. and um the queen's just like i'm just curious i want to know about shadow hunters (laughs) and um clary's like well you picked the wrong one because like Mm -hmm. I just found out about this like Shia surprise like two weeks ago. (laughs) (laughs) And the queen finally comes out with it. Um, She specifically wants Clary to stay there to study her as it has to do with these unique gifts, quote unquote, that Valentine worked into her. Um, She's saying Clary has the gift of words that cannot be spoken and her brother's power is the angel's own gift and Valentine made sure of it. Mm. Can't wait till we elaborate on that. Right. And Clary says this. I don't know why this really got me. Her. My father never gave me anything. Not even a name. Mm. And it's just like, damn, damn,
1: burn on V-Tang.
2: And Jace is like, well, you know, Clary, (laughs) Clary, fairies can't lie, but they can be lied to. Like Mm -hmm. somebody must have played you for a fool. And the queen is like. Come on. You're the best witch of your age. Uh-huh. Like, you know, <laughs> you're special. Or maybe you don't know. Mm-hmm. And Jason's like, the only thing I know is that I'm not leaving my sister here. Release her. And she's like, OK, 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 OK. But it's going to cost you a kiss. All right. And I know Amanda's not into this. Not.
0: I love it so much. But I
2: love the Benny Hill, like, calamity that follows. I love what you've done here now that I'm seeing it. But I don't love it in the book. So I'm just going to paraphrase all the kiss combos that
0: they come up with. So the first one is Jace kisses the queen. Mm. Which seems like she'd be into it. Right. Exactly. Because she was like, "Mm, pretty young thing. Yeah. (laughs) So then for some reason, Isabel's like,
2: fine, I'll kiss Meliorn. Like, no, bitch. No one cares. Come (laughs) on. And then she's like, but I'm not going to kiss anybody else. And then Simon's like, Simon would kiss Clary. And they're like, no. No, stupid. And so then Isabel's like, fine, I'll kiss Simon. Like, (laughs) I guess it wasn't that bad. And they're like, dude, no. And so (laughs) the last one is, Jace kisses Simon or Simon kisses Jace?
0: I'm here for it. I'd pay for a ticket to see that show. (laughs) <laughs> and then, of course, he's like, I knew you always wanted to.
2: <laughs> I just like, it's so dumb to me that they just don't
1: stop talking and let her. Like, she just basically cut her off and didn't let her finish her sentence. Right. Well, it's just so inappropriate. Like, they're supposed to be there so seriously. And then they're like, <laughs> I'll kiss you. Nah, bro, no, I know you've been wanting to kiss me forever, man. Like, no. <laughs> it's my Matthew McConaughey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah. All right.
2: <laughs> So the queen finally says that the kiss that she wants to see is the kiss that Clary most desires. That will set her free. And the air is like thick with tension. Like I legit, ooh. I'm
1: so sorry.
0: I legit out loud was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. <laughs> <Legit. Yep. laughs> this is a squealy moment. Like if you thought I squealed in the Midnight Flower. This this chapter, I almost said this episode, but this chapter I was like, Yeah they're both
1: fanning
2: themselves. Oh Oh my gosh, shit, it's going down. (laughs) So every possibility (laughs) of coupling, canoodling, has been thrown out in the open and shot down. So everyone knows that what she's asking for, um (laughs) Is for Clary to kiss Jace, and the Queen does not care about the sibling surprise. Mm-mm. And um, her words bind her magic, so if Clary doesn't desire Jace's kiss, then she won't be set
1: free. How does she know what she desires? How does the Queen know what Clary wants? Is it just a feeling? Like, um, we don't know. Okay. She's just real smart. Got it. <laughs> Simon is horrified, was, as we all should be. But sure, I understand.
0: But at the same time, I just imagine like, the
1: squ- like the emoji, like with his yeah.
0: hands on
2: it. The yeah. um, Macaulay Culkin Home Alone, yes. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and um, I cut you off. What were you gonna say? Nothing. It's just it it's so funny because it's not it doesn't have to be a big deal. Like I obviously know. obviously like the intention underneath the underlying current, yeah, that is kind of a big deal. But like it doesn't need to be a production. Exactly. Uh, this passionate, massive
1: I mean, if it would save my brother, I would totes kiss him to get him out of somewhere. Right. It so. doesn't have,
0: she didn't say with tongue. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not that big of a deal. If you could just calm the fuck down and get over yourself for a second. So he tells Clary that she doesn't have to do it. It's just a trick. Yes, because you're so familiar with the fucking fairy realm, Simon. This is why Mondays aren't allowed here. You're a dumbass.
2: (laughs) Such a drag. And Jace Jace is like, it's not a trick. It's a test. And Isabel's like, Simon, calm down, dude. We all want to get Clary out of here. Like, the fuck? Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, right. Like, you kiss Alec. And Isabel's like, yeah, well, if it's, like, the choices are do it or be stuck in the Seely court forever, like, right. who cares? Mm-hmm. She's like, trust me, I've kissed a
0: lot of people. Like, it really <laughs> doesn't matter. Right,
2: it's just a kiss. And Jace is like, yeah. And then he grabs Clary and tells her that she can close her eyes and think of England, it's which odd. reminds me of this, like, this scene from Austin Powers where he's like, Mario gets Hatcher naked on a cold winter's day. Anyway. <laughs> so <clears throat> this kiss is not a peck, dude. And why? Hands go in the hair again. I just Amanda. can't help their
0: passion. <laughs> it's an excuse. They want it yeah. so bad. And it's like, fuck, you just touch your lips and you just can't control yourself, they man. Gotta play
2: with that hair. hmm <laughs> And then they stroke down her neck and on her shoulder blades and her back. And then he, like, gently pushes her away. And she's left, like, gasping at straws, wondering how he's feeling. And is answered by the look in his eyes. The same one from Renwick's when he watched the portal shatter into a thousand irretrievable pieces. <sighs> <sighs>
0: it was intense and you know like while you oh fuck Mm -hmm. and fucking simon's just like shit i'm screwed she's never kissed me like that because i just forced her into a relationship (laughs) against her will oh jesus Yeah, Jace is Jace is the single malt whiskey and (laughs) Simon is lemonade. Mike's hard lemonade. (laughs) He's
3: Not Not even even. alcoholic.
0: (laughs) He's like country
1: time. (laughs) Minute made crystal light. You don't even need to leave it in the sun. It's good.
2: (sighs) So (laughs) Jace pulls a Russell Crowe. Are you not entertained? (laughs) Great. The queen is like, yeah, but looks like you are more. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> and Jace gets snippy and Isabel advises him against it, saying that they should just go before it's too late. Like. Agreed. And she's like, it's already too late. Mm. Meliorn leads them out without saying a word, and Isabel says that he is so dumped. <laughs> and then she tries to convince Clary and Jace to just go back to the Institute because it's closer. And there's no one there anyway because they're all at the Bone City searching for clues. Which I, I feel like it's kind of disrespectful of to Magnus to not bring Jace back. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. But I digress. And Jace is like, cool. I want to get shit out of my room anyway. And Claire is kind of like mulling and hemming and hawing. I think if she wants the awkwardness. And she's like, maybe I'll just catch a ride back with Simon. Mm-hmm. Jace is like, yeah, good luck with that. He left. Because <laughs> she doesn't pay attention to Simon. Yeah. And so Clary, like, looks around and sees him, like, walking away up this hill. And she tries to call back after him, but he won't turn around. Mm. Because you're going to see my heart breaking. (laughs) Don't turn around.
0: Oh, my my gosh. I know. That was intense. So intense. It was Like, I can't tell you how many times I have read that part over and over again because it still makes me squeal. I just imagined when I was reading it that they were
1: like in a fairy tale and they were kind of like like beauty and the beast when mm-hmm. beast was switching and they were kind of like suspended in the air spinning in circles and there was like fairy dust around <laughs> it was like this magical event i love that your imagination is really running wild <laughs> this is great i wonder if we could just
2: youtube just that clip so she could see it oh yes please oh i don't know yes, to see the interaction please i don't know i'll have to watch it to make sure it's yeah there's no spoiling mm-hmm. safe yeah. for the podcast okay
0: all right okay
2: so you guys you guys you guys i have to tell you something i have something too okay make sure you reach out to nine wait and death shall have no dominion for next week's episode
1: before that
0: what i've decided I don't want to be a fairy anymore, guys. <laughs> oh, OK. That was, I was going to ask that question. I don't know why I want to snap so bad. Like, I have this urge to snap. We saw but a lot of magnets. I was going to ask you, I'm like, we finally, we finally saw the fairies at work. How no. do you feel? They are super creepy.
1: <laughs> I love the power that they have. Yeah. Um, But no, thanks. Yeah. I don't like the dead stuff going on there. <laughs> the dance no, until you die no, kind of thing? No, no thanks. So well, I it think seems I like
2: the Seely Queen obviously has lots of charisma and stuff, but almost like her people are just kind of like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, very robotic and it like.
1: It makes me wonder about Melior and like how was, is he even into him if everyone else is kind of like that?
0: Right. I don't know.
1: Anyway. That's I don't know. All. Like, no, I, mean, I don't know. But then I think about. He's
0: off work. He clocks right. that he clocks that time card, and he goes a little wild wow, His eyes hair down. Blue all of a sudden right.
2: <laughs> makes him think of another book and further things, and I don't know. Because
0: I can't, my heart. my heart. I can't, dude. I'm almost done with Chain of Gold, and I know as soon as I'm finished, I'm gonna just start it right back over again. It's good. It's real good. It's delicious. I love it, but like I want it to be more delicious. I'm like. Too bad it's set in X, Y, Z, and it's not as risque. <laughs> I'm like, give me some of that. <laughs> I like that.
1: Yeah. OK. Anyway, like Robin said, read 9. Do it. We'll see you then. <laughs> mm-hmm. For behind the scenes content and the latest updates, check us out on Instagram at DownworlderDishPodcast. We'll see you next time.
0: Bye. Bye.